<laughs> that was delightful. Awesome. <laughs> you know the anime uh, girl so yeah. laugh. Yeah, there we go. Uh-huh. Uh, welcome back to the Evil Podcast of Evil, uh, a Doctor Horrible podcast produced by the Amateur Nerds. Ooh, so formal as so, we get to the end of this. <laughs> so far, yeah, finally figured out how to introduce the show, and we already derailed it. Uh, hey, uh, we're a podcast that talks about the 2008 web series Doctor Horrible, and uh, I'm one of the hosts, Tyler Boudreaux, the podcast king of Chicago. I am Condra, queen of the night. And we are joined this evening by our good friend, as we've become friends in the last 10 minutes of bantering before we started actually t- doing the show, um, Robin Garcia from Toy Story Minute. Thanks for coming on. Yes. Thank you. I am Captain Hammer's evil twin sister, Captain Screwdriver. <laughs> Nothing to do with the tool. I just enjoy vodka and orange juice. Oh. Do you know the White Stripes song, Screwdriver? Uh, I mean, no, I don't. But is it about vodka and (laughs) orange juice? I don't actually know what it's about. The the lyrics are confusing. (laughs) Huh. Huh. Anyway, Dr. Horrible. What about a sonic screwdriver from Dr. Who? No, it's Dr. Ho, like Dr. Horrible. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Hey, it's W different. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so this segment of the show runs from 37 minutes, 10 seconds to 40 minutes, 0 seconds. It's essentially the end of the show that's not the credits. Yay. Robin, you, you got the good stuff. Yay. I got lots of good uh, stuff. It begins with Dr. Horrible looking at Dead Penny and the, the music for everything you ever kind of kicking in. Be sad. And it ends with the ending where uh, Dr. Horrible says he won't feel, and then it cuts to him in a sweatshirt saying a thing. And it's, ooh, it's 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 spooky. He says a thing? What thing does he say? He, he, no, he won't, he feel, won't feel a thing. A thing. He no, says he a sa- thing. He says a thing. What thing does he say? Ah, this witty banter could go on forever, but <laughs> <Ayo>. slow, alas. <laughs> <laughs> So, first of all, something I didn't notice last time. Oh, wait. So, no. just say, say your all thing right. and then. Penny's sweater does not match her dress and it's ah, killing ridiculous. me. Ridiculous. But. Well, it's like, you know really how they say the... you should wear clean underwear because you might die in it? You yeah. should also <laughs> wear a matching sweater because you might die in it. <laughs> they can change your clothes. They yeah, usually do. You still, I mean, we are still judging her. Wait, why do you have to wear clean underpants in case you die in them? Because don't oh, you shit your pants when you die? That's true. I don't... Huh. Is that why they say you should wear clean underpants in case you die? Why should you wear clean underpants? In fact... Because it's hygienic! Well, yeah, but what if you die in them, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I just... Yeah, the reason isn't valid. It's a, if like you, a post hoc type thing. If you're going to die, you should wear dirty underpants. <laughs> Just because, like, why why waste a good pair? Yeah, if you knew you were going to die. Yeah. So, Robin, what's your history with Dr. Horrible? (laughs) Well, I did not watch it when it first came out. I watched it, like, the year after, I think, because I started college in 2009 and got into, like, Buffy and wanted to see all the Joss Whedon projects. You know, I, I, I got into all that stuff. And then my sophomore? I want to say sophomore year, I went out for a production that my college did. Uh, one of the um, one of the like little uh, groups at my college did a production of Dr. Horrible. Ooh. And I was moist. 
Oh, and but nobody wants to be moist. No. Well, the good thing was I was very busy with other stuff in college, so I did not show up to a single rehearsal until the week of, and it's fine because nice. <laughs> I have like four lines, and I just sat in the back with a spray bottle and sprayed myself before going out each time. <laughs> Uh, well, you do you do feature not prominently in this segment, but moist doesn't uh, feature moist prominently character. in any segment. <laughs> <laughs> he features prominently in the his song in the commentary. Well, sure. I don't the think song, I've ever nobody actually wants to be moist. heard commentary the musical. So good thing I'm not on for that. <laughs> I probably should. <laughs> well, we wouldn't point. have had you on. Yeah. It's it, very funny. Yeah, I like the music. Like I enjoy the existence of commentary the musical almost more than I enjoy the existence of Doctor Horrible. That's fair. I mean, honestly, the good thing about Dr. Horrible, I don't think is the plot. I think it's the music because yeah. honestly, the plot is aged terribly. It's about an incel yeah. who gets his, who, who's like, oh, I'm mad because this Chad got my girlfriend. And then she, she <laughs> dies and it's like, oh, she got stuff in the refrigerator. Oh, poor us. Oh, no, we're sad. And it's like, oh, that's not very original isn't joss but you know uh the music's good and like for such a shoestring budget it does pretty good but it's uh, the plot's not the best part so i think commentary the musical might be i i I probably would like that more even yeah i mean the commentary's plot is razor thin Uh, well you don't need a there's a there's a semblance of there's a semblance of the plot at the end where everyone gets mad at each other and then they all get there back at the end and they're like we only have three seconds everybody be happy they all go yay (laughs) and that's the plot that's Um, fair i'm surprised though like you mentioning that you were in a production in like 2009 10-ish i think it was like 10 or 11 yeah yeah it has a wicked quick turnaround though considering like I think the next year also, that like, same group did um, once more with feeling as a as their like production thing, but I wasn't that's involved cute. in that. Yeah, I I kind of oof. I would have liked to do that, but I don't know who I would have been. Whatever, you know. I mean, there's plenty of background stuff for that. It's it's fun. Uh, I mean, it was kind of an open source thing. That was the whole thing. I mean, this was kind of a scab production. You know, it was the whole right. Yeah, it's not really thing. it's not really above the board. Yeah. yeah. So, like, how how do you even make that? You know, you, you need to make it, uh, not open source, but, you know, free. Because otherwise, like, what do yeah. you, what, you're, you're really crossing the picket line there. Mm-hmm. So it's a good thing that they did. Well, you, if you do original choreography and, like, stuff, then, like. Well, yeah, you get you all your friends to just help? You can't, you know, go out and do, you know, you can't put on a production of Hamilton, you know. Yeah. Or, or something like that, because that's, you know, that's violating a thing. But I guess then you couldn't actually go see Dr. Horrible, like, at a, a stage play, unless you went to, yeah, the thing that we did. <sighs> so, yeah. yeah it's, well, it's not officially a stage play. Yeah, no, exactly. It's like if you put on The Avengers as a as a stage play. <laughs> as a musical. You can, I mean, you can adapt in heavy air quotes like uh, I'm currently, by which I mean I re- wrote like half of a song for the libretto of a musical based on the failed 1997 Joel Schumacher flop Batman and Robin, starring George oh, Clooney and Christopher What's His Face. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's, it's I don't know why you would put a har- uh, Poison Ivy in a story without Harley Quinn, but it was also the 90s, so she was a very new character, so it's very fun. But anyway, Doctor Horrible is you know it's doctor who actually it's actually just the horrible 
<laughs> Doctor Who's the name of the show. Um, uh, that, that's good. I, we, we like that. Okay. Any, uh, any, any comments on what so what what happens in this segment? Oh yeah. We can we can do all like the nitty gritty like ooh this moment this moment this moment and then we can talk about like the end of the show overall and like the kind of the prestige of this plot. I think that this is probably I I want to say the best solo song. Maybe Freeze Ray's up there, but I mean, it. it, it I mean, my favorite song from this musical is always gonna be uh, 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 jeez, what is it called? The one that he and my Penny eyes. sing. Yes, my eyes. My eyes is so good. Yeah, but this is probably the best. Just a Doctor Horrible song, besides maybe Freeze Ray. You know, it's it's up well, there. Well, we like Slipping, the one he sings right before this. <laughs> Ouch! Ouch! I, li- I like it you... fine. I just don't like it as much as this one. Okay. I think this has well, more. That song's in six eight, and this song's in just bore boring in... four four times. So four four more like bore bore. Hey. <laughs> I didn't have time to rewatch this because I was like, I, I just rewatched this scene, so maybe I should go back and, and revisit it. I also love this whole thing being like, oh, Doctor Horrible's like a cool guy that everyone loves now. He just did a murder, and now he's a supervillain. But now everyone loves him? <laughs> like, what kind of PR? Well, I mean, maybe it's fear. So maybe it's like, oh my gosh, now we have to be on his side, or we will... Yeah, I don't think everyone loves the him. The press they, is interviewing like... him, and he has But fangirls. they're like, why did you kill her? <sighs> yeah, I mean, the, the press initially is like, why did you kill this girl? Mm-hmm. Like, who is she? Well, okay. It's like this weird supervillain idea that, like, after he does the deed... He's got to have, like, a press conference about how evil he is. Well, are there any um, superheroes in this universe besides Captain Hammer? Because I think if not, then, yeah, the, the Evil League of Eagle is basically in charge now, right? Well, we don't know what the status of other superheroes is. I think our theory right now is that, like, Captain Hammer is, like, the local superhero for this area. Kind of like the Batman oh. of Gotham. And so if you went to another city, there'd be, like, another, like, small-time superhero that covers that neighborhood or whatever. What's the one from the beginning that isn't really his arch nemesis? Oh, Johnny uh, Snow? Johnny Snow, yeah. I yeah, thought maybe, he was just Maybe his Johnny rival. Snow will take over. I thought Johnny Snow was his rival. Like, uh, you know how we have, like, Moist and Bait and Switch and stuff? They're, like, evil, but they're not part of the evil League of Eagle. They're henchmen level? Yeah, it seems like there's a lot maybe more bad Maybe he's a sidekick. Hmm. Maybe he's a sidekick. Yeah, yeah got- it's unclear who Johnny Snow is. He's definitely not Kit Harrington. <laughs> he could be. What if he is? <laughs> And then he, he gets transported by one of Dr. Horrible's devices into Westeros. <laughs> oh, no. You guys ever ask if something's canon, but you just mean if it's true in real life? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All the time. And then people are like, what does canon mean? And I'm like, well. You're like, is Czechoslovakia still canon? You're like, no. <laughs> it got retconned. <laughs> or something is like. Something is like I'm not quite sure about it. I'll be like, well, that's that's uh, a debatable. Ca- it's like on a different tier of canonicity. It's in legends. Yeah, if, if, like certain books have referenced it, but we're not sure if it still exists or not. It's like it's like it the AU? holiday special. Yeah. It's <laughs> so like you know, uh, maybe, maybe there's Bigfoot out there. Maybe that's just you know that maybe that's just fanon. That's just head, head, head canon. <laughs> 
But yeah, I think I think the idea is that Dr. Horrible is like he wins the day here and then everyone just assumes that he's like this terrible villain. He takes over the city. He's kind of the Joker. I'm, I'm going to keep going back to Batman. He becomes the Joker of the city in a sense. Yeah, like, he's the clown prince of crime. Clown prince of crime. <laughs> Well, I, like hmm. people assume that he killed Penny on purpose. That like, oh, like his big move was he's gonna kill the girlfriend of Captain his, Hammer. I think his bigger move was hurting Captain Hammer. Like, I mean, ultimately, both yeah. with the girlfriend killing and that. I mean, these newspapers are depressing. With like, yeah, what's your name and Hero's girlfriend. Oh wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait. Tyler has the transcription of mm. one of the newspapers. Yes. So the first mm. newspaper that pops up uh, is the Metro News. Set the headline is Hero's girlfriend murdered except heroes isn't possessive it's h-e-r-o-e-s right? newspaper get a proofreader <laughs> that's the main headline of the newspaper oh it's the metro journal not the metro news and so yeah the, the article reads like this our hero capital h captain hammer had a girlfriend but now she is dead she was murdered in an unprecedented event that took place down at a new homeless shelter the event was for the opening of the new caring hands homeless shelter and it was going to be a great big party until dr horrible screwed it all up <laughs> i love the doug adams tone of that it's very and then it like repeats right yeah then it just goes <laughs> does it again I mean, it's better than, uh, what is it that people put in, like, a Latin phrase sometimes for, like, a placeholder? That sounds right. I'm not actually familiar with that practice, Qu- uh, though. Quid pro strebum. It's, Quid like, pro it just pro. turns in- <laughs> No, I, uh, I don't know. I know yeah. Latin, but I don't know this. Yeah, <laughs> cool. no, I've used it before for, like, placeholder for spam I've made, but... Mm, um, spam. Not that... I don't know. <laughs> like, it's a meat filler? <laughs> no. <laughs> you put Latin in your meat? Yes. Do you, is it like a Latin curse? You curse your meat? Gross. <laughs> I don't know why my college called publicity spam, but now it has infected my language. It's fine. You, but you're then the getting other infected one is... meat out? <laughs> I'm done. Hi, everyone. All right, Robin, you took over. Yay. I'm your sister now. Um, <laughs> Yay. Wow! <laughs> Sorry, no. Um, wait, are we are we now in the going beat by beat thing? Because there's stuff before that, I guess. Yeah, we can go beat by song. beat. We we, or, we kind of like skip around. What quite are a we bit. doing? Yeah. yeah, it doesn't care to me. Oh, cool. Um, I just I really like the three part like echoes over Doctor Man and like how he's like telling penny to go come back from the dead when he says arise and sing is really cute like i like this whole thing where it's like oh yeah he won by killing the literal embodiment of justice being penny the only good person in this play and then or not play musical whatever and then it's like yeah well you wanted to be evil you dick sorry am i allowed to call him a dick (laughs) yeah oh cool yeah swearing's kind of open on this one cool uh put the e on this one yeah we weren't swearing on um fantastic Fantastic mr Mr. fox Fox, because that's a kid's movie yeah well you probably won't yeah yeah exactly we were cussing and we probably won't swear on high school musical either yeah uh geez i'm so excited for that have you seen i haven't watched the series on disney plus but i i want i haven't watched the series yet either i haven't even watched high school musical so oh yeah oh gosh oh gosh (laughs) oh boy Oh, boy. He doesn't know what we're getting into. Oh, I'm so excited. It's so good. I mean, I've only seen the first one. We talked about this when you guessed it on Toy Story Minute. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's weird how, uh, I guess, until like this, how long does this take place over the course of? Like a month? 
High School Musical or uh, Doctor Do- Horrible? Doctor Horrible. Um, it's yeah, like unclear. Unclear. I would say like about a week, but a month wouldn't be out yeah, of the norm. Yeah, I mean, they're date. It's just there's a couple montages. How long Penny yeah. and Hammer dating, I guess, is the real like. Well, th- we know that they've uh, they've done the normal stuff because they haven't done the weird stuff yet. So like that's a couple dates at least. I feel like. I mean, it depends. How I many guess. dates until you do the weird stuff, Rob? Personally. <laughs> I mean, what do you count as the weird stuff? You don't have to answer that question. I thought it was just funny to ask. Oh, it depends on what weird stuff you But it's like Doctor Horrible didn't consider until I'm sorry. What's his real name? Billy. 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 Or yes. Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, Neil Billy Harris has not considered that like being evil is mean. NBH. Yeah. NBH has to consider that being evil is mean and like hurts people until like this week and then he's like oops I killed a person like I was gonna do I killed a man with this thumb oh my god it's not Ratatouille Tyler (laughs) but I mean he does earlier in the web series I think in act one murder is not his style it's not classy enough he like he doesn't want to kill the kid that's going to grow up to be president someday. Yeah, well, this whole... He also, his he, whole political philosophy where he's like, it's going to be anarchy and I'm going to be in charge. So is there going to be a president someday, dude? It doesn't sound like you want there to be a president other than maybe you. He wants to rule the world. And yet he's, he's going to join an that. evil league. Does he rule it now? Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. Sorry. Well, no, Bad Horse rules the league with an iron hoof. Everyone knows that. Yes, otherwise known as a horseshoe. <laughs> Um, um yeah sorry Robin, i think that connects i think that connects well to what you were saying and what we've been talking about all along with like dr horrible as an incel is like he doesn't <laughs> actually have a political agenda or like he doesn't actually care about anything just he just cares about yeah money or fame or getting his name in the paper and so the status dom- is not quo yeah. and he just wants to be in charge of yeah. everything so the domestic terrorism and murder is like just it's just kind of means to an end like he's not really invested in it yeah i don't know it's 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 not great but yeah i'm sorry i got lost in in my notes thinking about the evil evil anyway the evil league of evil is watching so beware yeah that's true oh geez that speaking (laughs) of things that have not aged well that song anyway what what about that specific song uh the the rape joke about bad horse Oh, or he'll make you his mare. Yeah, that's not yeah. great. Mm. Anyway, so 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 what else happens in this song? Let's see. We we saw the newspapers. Um, Penny's this, dead. Well the, wor- well, the world's at his feet. I think that line is actually quite clever because the world that he wanted is at his feet, which oh, was Penny. But then shit. everyone else is thinking like his evilness and like he now has the world at his feet that he's taken well, over. Yeah, and we and we mentioned this last episode, but like the whole the title of the song is "Everything You Ever," and. In like the, so everything he ever wanted is a all of this evil fame and stuff or b penny but he can't have both and, and but he can't have both so he can't have everything he ever he has to choose one mm-hmm. and that's the ultimate tragedy of the play yeah penny's not bleeding that much yeah no <laughs> it's pretty I mean, it's pretty it clean mo- well, what did it puncture like her heart her- 
Her lungs? It punctured her lung, I think, because it's just slightly to the right of her heart. And then she also has an upper stomach stab, which would also be incredibly painful in a slow death. Is she coughing Uh, up blood? It would have been great if she coughed up blood onto Dr. Horrible's coat. And then he's like, ooh, "Ooh, the red. I kind of like it. I love his red outfit, by the way. Yeah. It works for him. Very good. Uh, Otherwise, he's just like a guy in a doctor outfit. That's not good. Well, yeah, yeah. Not only it is like is Penny not bleeding that much, but like when he picks her up and like puts her on the thing, like you can see in the background, there's not even like any blood where she was. No. There's a bit of I. Well, I don't know how stab wounds work all that well, but like, <laughs> you're not a forensic scientist. No, but like the shards don't pierce her. Maybe all, all the way through. Maybe there was so like then radiation. There wouldn't be an them. exit wound. Well, there wouldn't be an exit wound, so there wouldn't be pooling of blood out the back, so it would only be out the front. And yeah, also, but even then, there's not that much blood on her front. No, there's not that much blood on her front. It is a bit on the metal. Like, it, you see it risen up on the metal, but, like, I don't That's know. Not... I, I always feel like, I don't know, we were watching Adam's Family the other night. Like, that amount of blood that they do when they're, like, doing that fake sword fight is excessive. Like, that's not, I don't know. I always, I never can well, tell blood is less. Blood. blood is less squirty, but it, it is more vol- voluminous. I feel I like think in real life. what actually killed her isn't even the stab. I think it's like there's some radiation or something in it because of, you know. That's possible. The freeze ray. The death ray. The death yeah, ray. Yeah, the now. death ray. Sorry, I, f- I forgot. I dead named it. But like. It's, well, it's, she a, it's a totally different slower, gun. Right? She should have died much uh, slower. If, and if she just got stabbed in the stomach, yes. But I think she got stabbed in either the lung or the heart. So that's why. Okay. Well, she dead. So. Who cares? <laughs> no one but, cares. Except but her shoes, solid. Solid shoes. <laughs> you can see them as uh, Dr. Horrible's carrying her. Oh, yeah, I love those. They're quite nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a joke in commentary the musical where Felicia Day sings that her, her death scene pumps are very dreamy. <laughs> I don't know if I'd call them dreamy, but they're nice. It's an interesting color. My favorite shot here is after he puts her down and they wheel her away and he said he sings and I am fine and the camera kind of moves back and you can see him just kind of alone standing in the space. It's an it's a very effective shot to me. He's also kind of crying. Yeah. He's got tears in his eyes. Well, he's got to do the whole toxic masculinity thing where he's like, "No, I'm fine. I don't have feelings for you." No. Well, I like the idea that like everything's going on and like like all this traumatic stuff has happened and no one asked no one's asked him how he's doing. So he's like, and I'm fine by the way. You're I'm the not one hurt who or anything. Did the murder? Like, <laughs> well, no. Don't be Captain selfish. Captain Hammer was the People one that should be concerned about Penny and Captain Hammer, the ones who are actually hurt, not about you. Like, no, no one needs to ask him if he's fine. I feel like if he wants people to pay attention to his like needs right now, that's not. That, I don't know, that's selfish, but then again, he's a supervillain now, so... He didn't actually, like, make the gun explode, other than his failed construction of the gun. It was Captain Hammer's fault that the gun exploded, so I'm actually going to put a lot of this blame on Captain Hammer. It seems like most people are putting it onto Dr. Ho- I almost called him Captain Horrible. <laughs> Dr. Hammer. Captain Deadpool. It's just horrible. Doctor, no, no, Doctor's the name of the show. I I can't remember this bit. Horrible PhD. (laughs) I have a PhD in horribleness. Oh, yeah. That's what you're going with now. Um, 
But I'm, yeah, if, presumably if anyone was there, like, the reporters should have known that Captain Hammer was the one who tried to fire the gun, but it exploded and then killed Penny. Are they assuming that Dr. Horrible, like, made a dud gun that then exploded on purpose? Or it's, like, mapped to his fingerprints, so it will kill anyone who... Ooh, yeah, like that gun in him. Skyfall. Or intention... Like... How would they claim that he was, like, set out to murder this individual person? Because, like, did no one else get hurt in this? Because there were lots of like shards flying. She's an innocent bystander that he killed in the process of defeating Captain Hammer, is how it would be uh, reported. Uh, that seems yeah. about right. Still, it's a bit fake news. Oh, well. Hey, speaking, of, speaking of news. Despite all the, yeah, um, the more press conferences. Yeah, so the there's... Wor- world mourns what's-her-name? Also <laughs> spelled... Er, punctuated wrong so like you're two for you're over oh two on reading things yeah get a copy editor well I the agree. newscasters too just can't hold it together i like i think the whole news media is a sham i mean part of it's this this exaggerated joke of the vapidity of the news media right but like but i wonder how many people actually notice all the typos and stuff because I didn't notice it until you just said it. Well, like, because it flashes photos. on the camera so yeah. fast. It's more It's more because this was probably a rushed production and they didn't have time to copy it. Or much of a budget because it was all Joss, right? Yeah, I do like the groupies that are now in Dr. Horrible gear. Why? And they have, why the, they have the little steampunk goggles. Okay, why are they into Dr. Horrible specifically? Like, I think the idea is that the groupies are just into whoever's big right now. They... they they're, they're fairweather friends. Yeah, they're they're yeah, they're mindless fans. Oh that just oh, Star Wars is popular right now. Oh, I like Star Wars. Ooh, Marvel, ooh, this, that. You know. Before that though, um Moist is bad at carrying money. Yes. <laughs> a thing. And I feel like, okay, at first I was like, Oh yeah, he's slippery, he would be dropping things. But if he is wet, I think he has better grip on things. Because like you know, well, yeah, it's like cloth. Because then the cloth makes it sticky. Yeah. Yeah. So why is he dropping these things? He should be supernaturally good at holding I, stuff. I think he's just generally clumsy in addition to being wet. Yeah. Yeah. He's just playing like his that. big fang theoriness. <laughs> well, that, I mean, the whole character is just kind of the same kind of pathetic type Ugh. person yeah. as his character. Nobody wants to be moist. I like in that scene, Cap, uh, Captain Horrible, uh, <laughs> Captain <laughs> Doctor, Doctor Horrible. Is point is like pointing his wrist gun at people like oh, like don't move gun. or I'll shoot you. Like he must but he's have like very bored. Between so so okay, he's not in the evil Eve League of Evil yet in this then, I would assume because he doesn't have a new costume, but he just has a new wrist gun and he's what Or like, is that his party costume? Is the red just his party costume that it's like his formal costume when he has to like show up for meetings and stuff when you have to wear your full like Here's my head Because he went to the right? Evil League of Evil and someone else was wearing the lab coat and he's like, One of us gotta change and they're like, You're the <laughs> new guy <laughs> Here, here's my headcanon. So, after he kills Penny, he gets the letter that he's been accepted into the Evil League of Evil. And he's like, yes, great. And then they're like, party at your place, though. So he's got to go rob the bank to get enough money to buy supplies for the party, which is in his lab oh. um, at the end. Uh, well, at and, what point does he um, make the wrist gun, then? Or did he have it lying around? Uh, my theory is that the wrist gun isn't even real. It's just a thing he put on his wrist, and oh, everyone yeah, thinks he's so evil. They did make a real wrist gun for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
no, that's not what I meant. He's just like, oh, my reputation's good enough now. I can wave this around, yeah. and who cares? Basically. And, but I like how dejected he is. It reminds me of uh, in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou when uh, George Nelson, not Babyface, oh. uh, someone calls him Babyface, and then he gets all sad, but he's still robbing a bank, so <laughs> it's funny. Do we know what is uh, what is Captain Hammer saying when he's on the couch? I don't know. Because he's um, sad. Captain He's he says something about like I'm finally free to live my life, but then she just died. Is my is the closest I can get to it. So what? Like, is he glad that he doesn't have to be a superhero now? Because he I don't know. Can be. I thought he was. I don't think he's actually sad about Penny. Or I thought the implication he's not as sad about Penny as he is freaked out that he actually got hurt for the first time in his life. Well, yeah, that's why it's the, what he's saying on the couch is, seems contradictory in some way. Mm. So, okay, Captain Hammer's power set is that he's super strong and that he can't be hurt by most things, but this hurt him a little bit. Why did this hurt him when well, nothing it's like, else could? The blast from the Death Ray should have killed, killed him, oh. but since he's invincible, then he's he becomes invincible. Is he invincible forever now, you think? Like, is he just Maybe. walking home and he stubs his toe like, and he's like, what is like, that? Like, you know how in Disney's Hercules, the two Honey. little demon dudes try to get Hercules to drink the whole bottle? Honey, you mean Hunkules. Um, so if <laughs> I, I do mean Hunkules. <laughs> um, so if he drinks every drop of the bottle, he would be dead. But if, if he drinks any of the bottle, then he just becomes mortal. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. So essentially, what would kill a normal human only make only made Doctor Ho- or Captain Hammer mortal, and now he's like a regular dude. Well, except for he's really pathetic because he grew up invincible, and now he has to deal with the fallout from that. I feel like I, I don't know. Do you think he's sad about Penny? I mean, he seemed to really like Penny. I think he's using Penny as an excuse to be like, oh, I'm not going to do like, uh, and Penny died. Now I'm so sad. And it's, do you think he lost yeah, like, like his, his super strength as well? Or is he like, yeah. So he's just a so. normal, he's a normie now. He's a normie. So the script that I have found online for this, that one that I've been using throughout the whole time we've been recording this, Captain Hammer's line on the couch is right here in my heart and it hurts inside. Aww. Like he's, I, that could be about it's either. The snippet that, yeah. But I think to some extent it is kind of him playing up his feeling of loss for Penny to, oh my gosh, I was actually hurt and like, am I real? Oh, like, like it's he's... a lot of self doubt and stuff. Well, it, it's it's two kinds of pain that he hasn't felt before. Because I just assume, given that he'd never been on like a second, uh, you know. Uh, doing the weird stuff with a girl that he's never had like a, a relationship go as well as the one with penny so it's also kind of the first time he's actually had like love in him or think yeah. that he might start mm-hmm. being in love and it's the closest he's gotten to someone who's not just like you know a family member or something and so it's emotional pain and physical pain that he's kind of feeling for the first time so like yeah he's using the emotional pain to cover up the physical pain and vice versa it's like, um... Robin, did you ever see the, um, the DreamWorks film Megamind? No, I have not, unfortunately, but I need to because it's, it, it's, I've heard good things about it. It's essentially a Superman parody. Um, it, it's not great, but oh. I, it's worth watching once. So, yeah, essentially there's, like, this main dude that's your Captain, he's your Captain Hammer type. Mm-hmm. He's, like, a regular, normal, like, good superhero, and he's cocky and everything, and then Megamind is will ferrell's character it's just he he essentially has animated yeah 
Yeah, he has, has the same he has the same backstory where like his planet exploded and he crash landed on Earth, but instead of getting adopted by nice parents, he was like like abandoned and like forgotten. So he's become evil, and Captain Metro or whatever the dude is called in the hero is called in Megamind becomes a good guy. And at some point in the movie, Captain Metro is what I will call him, uh, even though I don't know the name. Metro man. Metro Man, I think, is right. Uh, Metro Man, like, fakes his own death and, like, dies, and Megamind becomes, like, the large and in charge bad guy. Huh. So I think to what an extent, to an extent, what's happening here is that Captain Hammer, even though he didn't fake his own death, is like, like, oh, this is kind of my out. I don't have to be the hero anymore. Like, I, th- I could kind of use this as an excuse to just kind of not do anything, and Dr. Horrible will take over, and who cares? I'm gonna live my own life. Right, right. Because I guess Dr. Horrible's not quite to the level of supervillainry that he thought, you know, that he was aspiring to or he's like ruling everything. Um, He's still like a petty, a a smaller uh, supervillain, just like, you know, he's up a rung from D-list to C-list. Yeah, it kind of makes you wonder how good the Evil League of Evil actually is, like. Does okay, well, we'll get to the evil league of evil because we need to discuss each of them. It's in, it's important to me. <laughs> uh, no, keep going, keep going on with. Oh, oh, well, I'm okay. So, we it have seemed the... it seemed like you had more to say. <laughs> oh, I, I just wasn't sure if we were up to the evil league of evil yet. We can, um, or we can do the other l- people going into the room. Yeah, let's try to let's yeah. try to work our way into the room. Okay, um, so, the, there's so he kind of walks some, by Moist, girl. yeah. Have we Moist seen and the pink pummeler. Oh, that's the pink yeah. pummeler. Okay. Well, the guy with the boxing gloves. Mm-hmm. That's the pink pummeler. Oh, yeah. Okay. Those could be bait and switch that they're with, or oh, I could. It's uh, hard to tell. They look like they're just normal ladies, though. Yeah. They don't like. I would assume that if if it was implied that they were a superhero or supervillain, they would be in some sort of ridiculous costume. Yeah, she seems to be I mean, a normal. Moist isn't yeah. though. Yeah. Uh, Pink uh, Pummeler is kind of, well, uh, is a very suggestive name. Just just throwing. <laughs> yeah, that well, out it there. kind of dis- it disturbs my headcanon of Moist and Pink Pummeler being a couple uh, if they're like out here flirting with the girls. I mean, well, he's he's making her moist, and then he will never mind. Um, <laughs> he will pummel the pink anyway. Uh, <laughs> I like I like the part that's playing as he's in the party too because it's like auto tuney and it sound, it reminds me of Portal and they were very like contemporary Portal and Doctor Horrible like yeah. with the whole like yeah it's the thing where it says horrible music. horrible and it's just mm-hmm. kind of like this weird I know I just thought it was like an oh 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 I never realized oh. it was horrible yeah it's horrible. horrible 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 oh, oh my god <laughs> you just Whoa. blew both of our minds you Tyler. wrinkled my brain. <laughs> and then we have the the bad horse chorus and like some yeah, girl I, in like a camo wait, dress wait we need to talk about how the bad horse chorus like the excuse for getting them in is they're in a door <laughs> frame like because the, that's the only way that they, they exist is just in the corner of a shot right I, do they have bodies Lower i think body? they're we don't know are they like a doug trio where they're just one unit and you can't see <laughs> it? maybe they're connected <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, so we've got the Doug Trio trio. The Trio Trio Trio. We have the purple what was he? Yeah, so the pussy uh, pummeler. The punk punk pink no. pummeler. <laughs> no, it's a different guy. It's a guy that looks like Dr. John and he's called the Purple Pimp. Oh, that guy. Yeah, his does he have a face? Or is that a mask? 
He has a fedora. Yeah, he's like wearing a purple suit and he's got like a fedora on and okay. he like he like does a hand motion to he does like Dr. Guns. Horrible mm-hmm. and Dr. Horrible like does like a like a he puts his hands together and like bows to Namaste, him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. style. Okay, I was thinking of the of the other guy. Yeah, that's um why does he do the namaste? Is this guy like a Eastern I, who, mysticism guy or what? He's the purple pimp. Okay, but why would you do um, a namaste to him? What is namaste who, about him? Who for reference is played by Jonathan Riley, who is not really anyone, according to IMDb. But he was the set decorator on a Doctor Who uh, connected thing. Hold on, let me. Oh. Uh, it's actually pronounced Doctor Who-rable. <laughs> ah, stop it. I want to be Doctor Who'd, which is a 2013. That, oh, um, that sounds like the worst pits of Tumblr fandom that I've ever heard. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> I want to yeah. be Doctor Who'd. Oh no! Oh no! He was an actor in that. It's a five-minute short from 2013, and I literally know nothing about it. IMDb has literally nothing. He was a set decorator on an episode of A Comic Book Orange, which is a three to four minute weekly comic book web series featuring rapid fire reviews and interviews with top industry creators according to the imdb and so yeah he literally has very like so few credits that it's hard to know exactly who he is or Does what's he going on exist? Mm-hmm. yeah presumably he's a friend or pal of joss whedon or one of the other producers or writers who just happened to be around that I mean, day did who's, he work on this besides acting because he could have just been like a dude who did set for this and they're just like oh sure throw him in Unclear. He's only listed in IMDb as the Purple Pimp. Huh. Okay. Ooh, the next scene is him going into the actual Evil League. Okay, this is wonderful. Yes. Oh, I think, well, we should talk about, like, the lyrics he's singing. So, um... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, there, after, like, the little interlude, he sings, Now the nightmare's real, now Dr. Horrible is here, to make you quake with fear, to make the whole world kneel. Neil spelled N-E-I-L. Oh, because he's... That's his name. <laughs> We're all going to be that's like, Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> to make the whole world kneel. This is the future liberals want. Or is he the only one, or is his goal to be the only one left in the world? Oof. Like, is he going to kill the rest of the evil League of Evil as well? I, d- I don't think so. I... Cause considering how much he worse. disliked killing one person, I don't think he would want to kill everyone else. Unless he has the taste for blood now. Mm, that's why his jacket's red. That's why you 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 gotta make you know you gotta put him down. You gotta take him out behind the shed and get a shotgun. And oh, he's got a taste for blood now. <laughs> oh, I thought you just meant like say light insults at him, not put him down. Oh, okay. Well, sure, <laughs> that works too. So that yes, red coat is dumb. <laughs> well, don't put me down like that. That coat is great. You do. I'm look, kidding. I love the. It does I love look the like a sex too. thing, but you know what? I think the evil. <laughs> Except I don't like that he thing. wears. I don't like he w- him wearing the goggles over his eyes. Though. I do like that. That's really that cool. Bothers me. The goggles are awesome. The goggles are really cool, but they look better on his head. Well, I think it's the idea that like he like he has to cover his eyes because like he's his eyes are he's a window evil. to his soul. Yeah, he has re- regret. Yeah, and he's shutting everyone. He puts on out. this glove and it's real tight, and he clenches his fist. It's a really cool oh, shot. Oh yeah, this is this is someone's fetish. Is the evil league <laughs> of evil a sex thing? You think maybe just a little bit. <laughs> Well, they they occasionally have sex parties, but not necessarily everyone gets invited. Oh. Um, uh, evil Thomas Jefferson never gets invited. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, but you know, tie dye is horny. <laughs> oh, I mean, half the okay. Let's let's get into these people. Uh, 
Yeah, who are we're going to do a, a deeper dive into the 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 Evil League of Evil in our credits episode because that's where it, their their names are revealed, and so we're gonna. But whatever you have to say about them, please say it because I need to know. You're gonna get more into them, so wh- whatever. Uh, I I guess I don't want to get into like their. <sighs> Well, no, you can I, I, whatever you I want. Hear, I want to hear your highlights about the, okay. the Evil League of Evil. So they're, I don't, they're... maybe this time isn't the time to do like, what are their powers or everything? But like, if there's anything you want to talk about, well, Bad we'll Horse is it. a horse. <laughs> can Bad yeah. Horse do things? Bad Horse is my main, like, I know that we're not going to get into what are their powers right now, but what what does Bad Horse do? Is he a super intelligent horse that can like say human words? What is, he's <laughs> Unclear. And we, we have. We have jabbed about this earlier, but yeah, I think that's the, I mean, it's at the end of the day, it's just a a punchline. Okay. My, okay. My favorite here is Fury Laika. I think she is badass looking and I love her and I want to be here someday. She's great. Even though you can like, uh, you see her for like a frame and you don't see very much of her. Yeah. She's one of the ones that doesn't get a close up. She gets a close up. She's the wedding one. She's the one with the flowers, right? That's Fury Laika. I thought she was the one in like the far right who's like has a like a vaguely Asian well, no, aesthetic. No, because Fury Laika is the one who was like a Laika who was dropped at, at the altar, right? <laughs> so wouldn't she be in a wedding dress with the flowers? That's fair. I don't know or the do you, canon of do you think any of these tie-dye? people. It sounds like you do. I don't know that the the. the I don't know. Because uh, I know Snakebite and Tie-Dye are apparently there, but I don't. I couldn't like really see them well. I just know the one that we get the close-up on, I, who I thought was Fury Laika, is badass and I love her. But the worst one is Professor Normal, because... Is he the one yeah, with the big goggles? which, what do they do? Like, <laughs> they're just there. They're just well, sitting on and, his face. Well, well, Dr. Horrible's got the goggles, too, so like... Maybe that's get, why he had to Are you going to have a goggles. professor and a doctor, really, on the same team? That's terrible. That's a dumb idea. <laughs> I don't like it. Well, they're not on the same team. They're just in the same uh, league. Okay. The so same they... league, the same team, whatever. <laughs> well, it's like the National Football League. They are all in the same league, but they play against each other. <laughs> like, I feel like there's going to be tension between the two of them. You know, whether a professor is better than a doctor or a doctor is better than a professor or whatever the hell is going on here. I like Dead Bowie. Dead Bowie's cool and um, not to influence you, but I think he's a hypnotist. He seems like he would be like he would glamour you and seduce you like the real Bowie would. Oh, you also, know he would. <laughs> uh, he's Dead Bowie, but um, he wasn't Bowie himself wasn't dead when this came out. So, like, is he a zombie? Yeah, so it was less. Yeah, un- unclear. <laughs> I think like it. It works as a joke in like a random yeah. show that like oh this person's a bad guy they're just like dead David Bowie and now now that David Bowie is actually dead it's like mm, what, what no let's not well dive maybe too he's a time traveler because he's he's dead Bowie traveled back in time to when Bowie was still alive ooh to mm. to to looper yeah. himself to the power of dance magic dance. <laughs> I mean, I think the thing we need to dive into here, and this will be a long episode, but that's okay. It's the like the mm. the grand finale. If we want to move on from the sure. Evil League of Evil, is just this this ending uh, to make the whole world kneel, and I won't feel a thing. And then obviously it cuts back to him just in his sweats on the blog when he says a thing. He looks so cozy, but also very. Sad. Is he? So he's still making his vlog then. What? Uh, presumably maybe i don't know how public well, it is now it was completely public before though right did he do you think he would well, take this down yeah, after the murder because it... like he doesn't want people to know about his stuff i mean he definitely recognizes that he had to be aware of how 
public like what he said on the blog because the police and Captain Hammer were ready when he was trying to take well, the okay. bridge at the bridge dedication. Remember the uh remember the, the newspapers didn't know who Penny was. Easy, easy to find out that she's important to him, the whole story of him and Captain Hammer and everything, just by looking at his vlog. So I think he must have like taken it down between the this going down and him joining the Le- evil league of evil and so what we're seeing now is the archive of his blog like right before it got taken down because like or i don't know if he ever names penny though because uh, they're always like who is her and at the beginning but he is talking about like the girl of my dreams blah 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 blah, blah, especially in episode two i think the whole thing is a documentary that's been compiled of footage so why is he still making what is the point of his I thought the point of his blog was to get, like, publicity for being, like, a supervillain. Now that he's in the Evil League of Evil, do you think he's going to continue it? Maybe it's a Billy blog as opposed... Yeah. Maybe it's Billy's blog as opposed to Dr. Horrible's <laughs> Billy blog. blog. Yeah, I think that's the simplest explanation. <laughs> that's why it's blog and not vlog. Like... The B doesn't stand for weblog. It stands for Billy blog. Billy log. Yeah. yeah. It's Billy's log. I think it's also important because the the show starts with him on the mm-hmm. blog camera and it ends with him on the blog camera, but it ends with him as Billy on the blog camera, but which is th- like this. Obviously, it's this interesting thing, this whole idea that, ah, oh, big climax. I finally accomplished all the evil that I want in the world, but wh- I won't I'm feel still, a thing. I'm still like, Billy from I'm the empty blog. Inside. From the blog. Used to have yeah. a little. Now I have a lot. I'm still, I'm still Billy from the blog. But like, so is he, is this actually a thing that he recorded like after the fact did he you think he kept recording at like if it shows him talking to the camera at the end of it then that implies that billy kept doing his thing like after joining the evil league of evil right or do you think this is a flashback and this well, is to what, right after what, like penny died i think what happened is he had this big party at his house everyone was there and then they all left and he took off his costume and he was like the sweatpants because i'm mm-hmm. i'm tired and and then he was like i'm Just gonna do chilling. a blog about how empty i feel later. inside yeah yeah so this blog takes place slightly after. What if it's just for him? Like, he needs to process, and he can't go talk to a therapist the way Captain mm-hmm. Hammer can. Yeah, like, it's like in The Martian, how Matt Damon always always talking to the, the computer just because if he didn't talk to the computer, then how would we exposit yeah, information? Yeah, it would have to be, like, some sort of book, but who would read a book about The Martian? That would be ridiculous. <laughs> God, it's such a good book. Man, exactly. now I gotta dive back yeah. into The Martian because you casually mentioned it. Thanks. The, the Martian. Martian. I don't know why. Why? Why did we start calling Demation just now? Demation. Oh, it's Demation. We're, we're from New. We're from New England. <laughs> hey, I'm going to Mars over here. <laughs> exactly. Oh, jeez. Uh, okay, so I think the the closest comparison I have to this ending from another film would be Starship Troopers. Oh God. Um, this is something I, I uh, kind of gleaned from the Red Letter Media review of Starship Troopers. But the if you really think about it, the end of Starship Troopers is like this big hype up moment. Like it's this propaganda reel of like, mm-hmm. and they're fighting and you should join the fight too. And you see Johnny Rico, he says, come on, you apes, you want to live forever. And like, it's supposed to be this heroic moment. Like, oh, he's in charge now. Like he's this big hero. But if you think about it, it's actually very sad because he's lost all of his mm-hmm. humanity. At the beginning of the movie, movie he was like he was in in his high school class questioning what it meant to be a citizen and if that 
and if all of that was necessary now at the end he's fully been uh seduced and brainwashed and what you don't get in starship troopers is the cutaway to johnny rico sitting sitting down and realizing that he has nothing which we do have here so but that i think that's the closest comparison that i can make in a film is billy gonna be okay do you think he's just gonna slide farther and farther into his evil persona and like bottle up the pain or do you think it's gonna affect him i think so like to the point where he eventually retires because he's like i'm sick of doing this I think what's cl- what's clear now is that he's doing the evil stuff and that that's just kind of a facade and he's empty inside and like none of, none of this carries any meaning for him. It's just okay. So is he calories. gonna Anakin rise, Skywalker he where he path. just becomes more and more evil, or is he gonna other people who uh, spoilers and be like, oh no, I I did a bad thing, but I don't have to be evil forever. Like, what do you think is gonna actually happen? Like Kylo Ren? Well, is sure, what yeah. Saying? I guess there's no spoilers for such a shitty movie but whatever i was like oh i'm good now let's make out now i'm dead you're so right that the the revenge of the sith is actually the the closer connection to what dr horrible's path here is but if like uh and i feel dumb for not realizing it padme (laughs) was like with the emperor or something or no with obi-wan well if padme was with obi-wan movie should which would have been a better plot have you seen that uh (laughs) that guy who does the videos where he's like what if the prequels were good i mean really good think about it and he does like his rewrite of them it's very good i think i tried watching that once and i'm like "Eh." i mean even listening to Star Wars Minute, like, their explanation of it, I was like, man, this movie would have been so much better if it just hadn't been this If it way. just had a plot. Yeah. It has a plot. It's just hidden behind a bunch like, of layers the... of bullshit. That's why Last Jedi is the best movie is because it's about all the themes of the prequels, except for it's, like, a good movie. So, you know, it's got that going yeah. for it. Yeah, it, it, it has themes. <laughs> I mean, the prequels have themes, too. They're just buried behind a bunch of... Uh, they have John Williams themes. Hey. Anyway. All right, that silence is deserved. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway. But, I mean, how did you feel when you first saw this and you were like, oh, it's... I mean, sad like it's kind of confusing the first time you see it it's kind of, like, I upsetting. always knew that Dr. Horrible couldn't win in it because if he did I mean when I saw it it was all you know it wasn't in three parts it was all at once so I didn't really have the time to muse on him between but like it seemed like oh this is gonna be a tragic story because he if he wins it's gonna be him being like either he's gonna have to hide his evilness from Penny or he's like she's gonna die or he's gonna you know be outed as evil and she's gonna reject him and he'll that'll drive him further into evil so i knew there wasn't gonna be like a happy ending because there can't be when you're a dude you know if there was a I guess the least uh, sad ending would be him being like, oh, I guess I won't be a supervillain then. I'll just be with Penny and it'll be great. But that's not how Joss Whedon writes. Which so. is, well, it theoretically could have led there. I, I, like, that would have been an interesting version of the story. Uh, I honestly in, think it would have been a 2020. better. Well, yeah. In 2020. In 2020, that, w- that would have been a great version of the story. It's kind of this kind of redemption arc incel type thing. Like, oh, you, you don't have to be on 4chan mm. forever. You can but be a better person. But this was before person. it was, like, a common thing for, like, oops. uh, Like, you know, this was pre-2014. This is before Gamergate when it's like, oh, yeah, nerds just getting mad at women for not liking them is like not as well explored and is not as cringy as it as it is now 
So, yeah. Well, then this is kind of what we've been saying is more predictive about this show is like, like it kind of came before Gamergate and Mm -hmm. all of this culture and kind of foreshadowed a lot of what was to come. Yeah. Unfortunately, even. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. uh, It's it's interesting. And I'm wondering because like they were tooling around a sequel for this forever. But I don't even know what they would do without Penny, who I think is the central MacGuffin. They they had a comic. Oh, they did? Uh, I'm guessing you're going to talk about that in its own thing, but now I got to look that up and read it because, dang. Um, I don't think we've ever no, read it. I don't even, read I don't it. even know if the, we'd be able to access it because it seems like a small time it thing. Is a, it is pretty a small time thing, um, but like it did. That's how they, in the same way, like to wrap up Firefly, they decided just to make mm-hmm. the one movie kind of to, to quell the demands for I, well, the, the closer season. analogy would be um, after Avatar The Last Airbender, they made some graphic novels mm. to explain how Zuko mm-hmm. found, found his, his mother. mother. Yes. So good. Condor, do you have any thought thoughts or memories about like how you the first time you watched Doctor Horrible and how you felt about the ending? I think I mean, I think of it in the same way as I feel kind of about Phantom of the Opera. That I do kind of feel bad for hey, Phantom. Like Phantom's This one has good, good music. Phantom of the Opera it's it's not as bad as Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> hey, don't dump on I'm Andrew not gonna Lloyd dump Webber. on Andrew Lloyd Webber. Webber. I like cats. I'm gonna dump on Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> Phantom of the Opera is a shit musical. He wrote Hot. one song for it and then just repeated it over and over. It's just scales over a shitty drum loop. I'm sorry. I am not a fan of Phantom of the Opera. I don't know. Music of the Night is a better song than Phantom of the Opera. And I that like song's Masquerade. pretty tight. Those are the same song. They're the same song. Every song is just. Sometimes with a underneath it it's just that that's every <laughs> that's song some good beatboxing you want to lay down some of that beatbox without any background noise and we'll use we'll use it to oh be the intro God. of the show i mean i was in an acapella group no, in I'm college just so <laughs> <sighs> yeah it's uh i i'm not i'm sorry i'm not an angela weber fan i haven't even actually seen cats yet but i want to <gasps> me neither I, yeah, we, we talked about this last episode, <laughs> how, we, how we we're conflicted about Cats, but we don't have to get into that again. I don't again. think Andrew Lee Weber is a good musical man, so, uh, and I think that Fan <laughs> of the Opera is like the most overrated musical of all time because it's not good. Oh, well, that's probably true because it's the I also think running, it's entirely blah, 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 blah. shit and it's terrible. And Cats is probably better than it because at least it's memeable. <laughs> I don't well, know. There's some pretty good Phantom memes. Yeah. Phantom of the Opera does have the, that interestingly similar like love triangle of like the... Yeah. Like the boy that's too good, and like the the conflicted artsy boy, and who's already an established murderer, and it's also very pedoey. So it's like it's not as good of a yeah. conflict as Doctor Horrible, where it's like, well, at least we can sympathize oh, with Billy. Some he's not completely evil. Yeah. Well, he does kind of stalk her, but whatever. yeah, that's true. I don't know. The the thing this movie, you know, this series, uh, I think brought to the world more than anything, my favorite thing in this entire musical is the phrase, what a crazy random happenstance, because I use that all the time. I really was hoping you would say the hammer is my penis. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's a ball peen. That's okay. That's good too, but you can't use that as often. You can sneak in what a crazy random happenstance all the time. And I've noticed that head of Dueling Genre Network, Scott Corelli on Spider-Man Minute, uses that phrase all the time. And uh, Scott, if you're hearing this, I know you're doing that. 
I know every time and I go, <laughs> oh, hey, that's that one line, the one the one of the two lines from uh, Dr. Horrible that have entered the public consciousness. Is that now is that true? Is that is that phrase specifically what from a crazy this? random happenstance? It better be. Yeah, it's like so specific. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if the phrase "what a crazy random happenstance." Yeah, but happenstance is a no. That's a definitely normal a, word, it's but not... it's not normally used. Yeah, I, I mean, Condra knows this. My favorite phrase from Doctor Horrible Sing Along Blog is a uh, curtains, lacy, gently wafting curtains. <laughs> and he uses it more than he should. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm still. I, I also like that that meme. That's when the first person to have twins. I expected one that they gave me two. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that the other thing is that since I'm actually more familiar with commentary than musical, a lot of the times I'll quote things from commentary, and it's just way outside of what oh, yeah, anyone knows. No one knows, knows commentary the musical. I, they just know that it's apparently good, but I haven't heard it. I'm one of the many people who has not heard it. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's let's uh let's wrap. I'm getting the rap sign okay. from Condra, so well, I'll lay a beat down. I'm wearing my producer headphones. And... <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Robin, final thoughts on this episode. Condra, final thoughts on this. We're, we're talking about the credits. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll have, have the credits. credits. Okay, so, so yeah. Um, I think this is a great ending for this. Uh, honestly, if there was any, like, the downsides to this are obviously, like, women being fridged and incel stuff. But, this, like, if the direction that this musical was going to go was that Penny was going to die and it was going to bring in some changes to, to Billy, I think this is exactly how you should end it. I don't think there are very many flaws beyond, like, production value and, like, whatnot in this sequence. I think it is the perfect way to end this kind of story. Like, I... Yeah. I I've, I've put a little bit of uh, of hate on this musical uh, guessing here, but this is just a wonderful scene. Yeah, I think my final comment on this kind of ending would be the ultimate, not tragedy, but the ultimate irony that's kind of tying this whole thing together is that Dr. Horrible really didn't have any agency in what happened. He, like, he did the freeze ray on Captain Hammer and then the freeze ray broke so that Captain Hammer was able to punch him and he grabbed the death ray and then the death ray broke and exploded and yeah, killed Dr. Penny. Horrible's bad at and things, Dr. Horrible, isn't he? All his stuff breaks. Yeah. He's very bad at things. And so, and so he's, not only is he in the Evil League of Evil because he killed the only person that mattered to him, but he's in the Evil League of Evil because he was it totally messed up everything and it's, it's totally by accident. Like, he knows he's a fraud. Like, imposter syndrome galore. Yeah, I think that if he is embracing, like like we said, like if he embraces it and just like keeps going evil, that imposter syndrome will go away real fast as he learns to shut his consciousness up, his conscience up, which is yeah. not great. And his consciousness up. That maybe. would be what I think a, a sequel would be about, about him having to contend with the Billy side of him and then just being like, nah, fucking I'm evil. I don't know. Yeah, I and we talked about this. I think the more interesting thing in this sequel to be would be to look at Captain Hammer. Yeah, I guess, and and kind of redeem him. No. Oh, uh, just see Turn where he, chaos. see where his life t- took him in like the ten years after he lost his powers. Oh, I, I okay, mm, that's it. Oh. We, we we need to get the heck out of here. Yeah, yeah. You you yeah. You cuss it. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> Robin, thank you so much for coming thank on. It's you. been an absolute delight. Very fun. Thank you so much. This is very fun. Um, I'm sure we'll see you again for High School Musical. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Pretty sure you were bopped to the top. Yes. Or the best song in it. Either that or um, obviously Stick to the Status Quo, but everyone wants that because it's the best. So 
you know. I mean, you're our first to request it. Wait, so. seriously? Oh my god, it's the best. We're song. not super. We're we are both public and not public about doing uh, high school musicals. Uh, so. I see. I just remember talking about it on a. Uh, I don't even know on if it Toy was Story. on Toy Story Minute or if it was before or it was like in between. I these. literally have two other people that are no. No. Nope, it's just them. No, yeah. Okay, yeah. It was yes, just Toy Story, Toy Story people, but also Blake Riley from Mighty Ducks Ooh. wants to oh, do it, too. Nice. Okay. But there should be enough time to split oh, it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, there's plenty of things once you go public and stuff. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, Robin, plug yourself. Oh, uh, well, I don't know if I should do that uh, in public. <laughs> um, I uh, So I do Toy Story Minute, which is, uh, you know, Toy Story Minute. It's it's that same concept. Um, I do it with my co-host Jeb. Done the first three films and all the all the Pixar shorts in between. Um, we're on hiatus right now, but we've got a lot of stuff post Toy Story three to do. There's a lot of shorts and stuff that they put out. Mm-hmm. Anything? Small fry. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Small fry is good. My favorite. Oh, I like Party Saurus Rex the most, but that one's good. But yeah. uh, Small Fry is also very good. And even after you like kind of mustard sauce, yeah, yeah you, you do. do. <laughs> even after Toy Story Four, we have like forty asks a question. So you know, uh, there's plenty left for us to do. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> God, such a uh, uh, Toy Story Four has its ups and downs, but that's definitely an up. Yeah. So, you know, go check out the archives of that. Uh, Contra was on Toy Story 3 talking about uh, Ken and his fashion. So, you know, that's excellent. Oh, yeah. And super great. And anything else I do, I do a bunch of little stuff on the internet and stuff. Um, You can check out my Twitter at Reverse Eye Patch, which is just another name for a monocle if you think about it. And that's my my Twitter handle is Reverse Eye Patch. That's very clever. yeah. That's clever. Yeah. Well, I was using my dead name as a as a handle, and I was like, oh, that's both boring, and it doesn't mm. fit with me anymore, so I'm going to change it to <laughs> yeah. a good joke. So, yeah, that's uh, that's where you can find me. Um, I was going to make a joke. About where reverse eye patches? No. Where people can find us on the internet? That's a not a joke, but okay. No. <laughs> Say where people can find us, and then I'll think about what it was. <laughs> so, people can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. You can check out our old show, Fantastic Mr. Fox Minute. If we're in the future, maybe Wildcat Minute is up, but who knows? Time is weird and irrelevant. Tyler's also on the Twitter at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. And on Instagram, even though I don't use Instagram, but I think it would be funny if I got a bunch of followers. (laughs) Same handle there. And... Thank you again for coming and being our finale. Of Robin, course, this has been great. Thanks you for have thanks thanks you for having me on for it. It's good. <laughs> Tyler's still trying to figure out this joke. I can see his wheels. I, mean, I don't even know if it was a joke. It was just an observation. <sighs> what was it about? What What were you talking about right before you talked about your Monocle? Twitter handle? Uh, Toy Story. Forky. Forky asking That's a question. Oh, I don't know. Toy Story 4? It's plenty of things. Alright, it doesn't matter. We'll cut this. We'll cut this. Um, (laughs) Or will we? Or will we? Um, So yes, um, this has been been the evil podcast of evil. I have been Tyler Boudreaux, the podcast king of Chicago. I have been Condra, queen of the night. And I have been Robin, this time not Captain Screwdriver, but Captain... Uh, what's that thing that you use to get like the other side of the hammer? Do you call it? Is there a name for that? The thing you use to get a the... vice grip? Yes, Captain Vice Grip. 
That's badass. I like that. I'm I always thought that Doctor Who should get a sonic vice grip. Ooh, sure. I'm that. It me, I'm that. It me. Okay. My headphones are dying. Bye. So it's time to go. <laughs> have it we hope you have an evil day. <laughs>